Hey guys, welcome back to The Pearls and Perils. I'm your host, Peter Kay, and today I'm joined by the lovely Tay. Hey, Tay. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. It's so nice. You're actually my second guest. I'm really excited. Like, I've been looking forward to this podcast for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I've been excited to come. So, so yeah. tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. Um, so, I'm a nail tech. Mm-hmm. I've been qualified since 2016, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm mobile. Um, and I also have my own nail brand called nice. Nink London. So what does Nink stand for? I know, but obviously they might not <laughs> educate us. What does it stand um, for? Nink London stands for Nail Dip Nail Care. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I named it that is because um, nail care has always been important to me, like since I was young. And um, I came up with the abbreviation because I felt that ne- like presenting it as nail nailed it nail care was too long so i thought you know what it would be nice to just abbreviate it and then i was like okay how does this pronounce nink nink london yeah nice yeah i um, really like the name yeah so how long have you been doing your nail mobile nails mobile nails i started it when i grad after i graduated and moved back to london um so i graduated in 2017 moved back to london in 2017 i passed the first time my driving and then I was like yep yeah, I'm just gonna start doing it because I was doing nails at uni mm-hmm. um, but at uni I was mostly doing acrylics because at uni everyone wants acrylics yeah um, so then when I came back now I felt like okay you know I can kind of focus on what it is I actually wanted to do more of which was gel polish I think at the time gel polish became like really popular um, so I started off with that because you know acrylics smell so I kind of thought I don't want to really be doing that mobile and bringing chemicals that smell in people's houses so yeah, um, yeah I'm, I mainly do um, gel polish gel polish overlayer natural nail so like full mani and pedi and stuff like that so yeah nice and I recently also um, just launched a product of um, cuticle cuticle oils mm-hmm. to care for your nails um, in March and the reason why I put those out as well is because I've always kind of had like naturally good nails like I hardly wear extensions I don't really need to unless it's a wedding or my birthday Mm -hmm. and you know I used to have close friends and family saying you know you've got really nice natural nails like you know how to grow them out they're always healthy nice you know people would like they are guys I'm actually looking at my nails right now (laughs) they'll actually like look at my nails and be like oh my gosh your nail bed's like really nice even when I used to go to the shops they would literally look at me and be like why are you doing your like why are you coming to do your nails like your nails are healthy like what you're doing um and so i felt like you know i'd always have clients that had issues with either like growing their nails or their nails being really weak and um brittle so i thought okay i'm gonna put out these two cuticle oils i mean there's cuticle oils out there already that you can use but i felt like i felt like there was nothing there that really focused on like okay growing or like strengthening um in terms of cuticle oils you know they were all just mixed with like all different oils which obviously still work but i don't know i just wanted mine a bit like more unique more really really focused on what it is that the main two things that my clients would say they had issue with which was growth or their nails are weak so they wanted it to be strengthened yeah and so i created blossom and flourish flourish is the strength cuticle oil and blossom is the growth mm. stimulator oil. nice and flourish i've actually bought guys and <laughs> i've been using it and i just love the smell okay. like the other day i was like oh for you smell my nails and he was like yeah, yeah it's not bad yeah but yeah i really like it we've got six different senses so which one did you get 
candy floss. Okay, yeah, that is a popular one. Yeah, I can see why. It's also <laughs> really, really nice. So, what inspired you to start your business? A lot of people probably don't know this, but I, I basically started a nail business when I was like 15, 16, but with my stepmom. Yeah. And I was like 15, and I remember I wanted to do nails, but I thought I was too young. Mm -hmm. Um. And being the oldest child, like, I don't have someone older, I didn't have a sibling older than me to be like, oh no, you can like, go and do your course at that age. It's later in life when I was like early 20s, I figured like, I could have actually done this myself when I was 14. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I kind of pitched the idea to her and said, why don't you go do the course? And like, I'll get all the clients. And then we basically like, have our own home nail salon. Yeah. Which we basically did when I was at that age. So like, um, she would do it and I'll help promote it and I obviously I used to know like people our age when it was like 15 16 would be going to the nail shops to do our nails saving our lunch money to get 20 pound mm -hmm. 25 pound to do our nails and I was just like we'll start off at like 15 because it's kids that to the point where when I went to um we stopped we kind of stopped doing it like a year later yeah um I think because like my sibling was born after that so it was more like you know there was a child in the house didn't really want much like smells and stuff so mm -hmm. we kind of eased off it and just it wasn't initially meant to be like a break but it just ended up being like <laughs> not <a> returning <laughs> and then i remember when i went away for uni and i was like what 17 18 and i remember someone messaged me on facebook and said hey i want to do my nails Imagine this is like a whole year, two year, not doing anything. Someone's message is like, hey, I want to do my nails. I'm wondering, is your mom free? Like, can she put me in? And obviously I went to uni to study business management. So my mm. business mind kicked in and I was like, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to first check out if this is something we can do. So then I'll call her and I was like, hey, uh, someone wants to do nails. How do you feel about doing it? She was just like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. She didn't really want to like yeah. get back into it. So I was like, oh, great. Okay, I went back to them and I said, you know, sorry, we're not, um, we're not actually like doing it anymore. Um, so yeah, I just basically t had to turn a customer away. And then I sat down and I was just like, well, she, like, obviously I had the business, I've always had the business mind yeah. in doing stuff. And this is the one time where I said, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. I thought I would just do it. I won't just be the person behind the business. I'll actually like get in there get like face to face with the clients so I said yeah I just made that decision that was in 2015 I was like yeah I'm gonna look about how to get qualified to do nails mm -hmm. and then it was the same summer I was actually looking for placement because at this point I was in my second year of uni um, yeah and then whilst I was searching for placement I was looking at qualifications to do then I was thinking about the name I was writing up business plans everything and then initially it wasn't called Nink London so there's a story before it was called um, Nink by Tay okay so it didn't have the London bit it still had the Nink bit but it's more like Nink by Tay and most people used to have like when you look at nail pages it's like nailed by or nail by or mm. nails by whatever but um yeah so that's what happened and then i just researched the course um that i wanted to do where i wanted to do it who i wanted to do it with and then from there really and then um i started getting quite i was first qualified in acrylics so i i did that first and then i went back to uni when whilst i was in my placement year and i was basically working full-time and doing nails at the side 
and from there I just did another course and another course and yeah. What would you say have been some of the challenges with like starting your business? Like did you have people saying it's not really gonna work or did you have a lot of encouragement in the beginning process? Um, in the beginning, so I don't know if I count uni as like the beginning of my business. I think I truly count it as, I feel like uni was more testing it out, trying it, practicing. Mm -hmm. I didn't fully, even though I had like the business plans of where I want to take it, I think in uni it was more like I can make all my errors here and just learn. Yeah. So I think I count it from 2017 mm -hmm. um, and from there, I had, I felt like I had a lot of support in terms of like friends, family, I felt like I had support. Even if like someone didn't support me, I don't think I even paid attention, but yeah. um, those close by me, I felt like I did have support in it, especially like one of my friends, like I remember when I wanted to take pictures and stuff of my service, like she was there taking pictures. So I did feel like, I didn't feel like it was hard in, in terms of that. I didn't feel like that side was challenging, like having yeah. support, people helping me like trial and test. So from like working full time and like managing your business, mm -hmm. what would you say, do you find that easy? Like what would you say some of the difficulties in doing that? Um, okay, so just thinking back into like 2018, when I like proper got more into it. Um, it was like, I don't know, I think I kind of just made it man manageable. If anything, it, it's, it was tiring mm -hmm. like to get used to because imagine just graduated got my job um but still also want to start my own thing at the sides um you know i'd go to work at that time it was like eight to five and then i'll start booking appointments for after 6 30 because i would get back to where my car is at six and even in between on my way back I have to make sure that I had lunch at work. I have to make sure that I ate close to the time when I was finishing because at the time the office I kind of worked in, you was freely to eat. So I was like kind of, like the days I would have appointments, I'd make sure that just before I finish I've eaten. So then I'm on the go after now because mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be late. I want to get to the um, clients um, as soon as possible. But then there was times where I felt like, oh, I wish like I wasn't working and I can just pull my, put all my energy and all my time yeah. in um, doing my business, like getting more into nail art sooner than I did later. Um, so it's just it's just little challenges like that. Like, you know, the fact that COVID has happened now, oh my gosh, I'll be able to do everything that I've ever wanted to do like there and then. <laughs> Cause it's like before, you know, I'd wanted to build my nail art menu and it was just a struggle, just finding time and like yeah. balancing it out because like, and also need my time to rest mm -hmm. but then at the same time if there's clients you also want to say like yes you want to be to like to build yeah and like build up and keep that rapport and stuff like that with your customers so yeah it it was sometimes it was hard because there were certain things i want to do and i'm like oh i feel like i don't have enough time and then sometimes it was i felt like it was going well because it was just like i get to do what i enjoy get to meet new people so yeah i would say that nice what would you say has been one of your highlights so far in your journey? My highlight is, I've got a few, can I only say Give one? two. Okay, so my first one is, um, <laughs> wait actually I'm thinking if it's free now. Um, Girl we got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say my partnership with NHS, nice. when I won um, a contract with them, um, I was just, I mean like before I did, I didn't even think 
that far. I didn't think like, oh yeah, I could be doing nails like with the NHS. No. So that was really big for me because even the person I initially initially started talking to, I didn't even know they worked for the NHS. Mm-hmm. And and even when they did approach me, I didn't even like think of it until like we were emailing and I saw at the signatures at like, NHS I was like oh okay wow. so I think that's a, that 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 was one that was probably like that's the that's probably like the first one especially because um it's to do with like offering my services to the mental health hospital and I'm really big on like mental health and stuff like that so even then I was like I was so glad it was like in that department because yeah. I was like I just kind of felt a sense of like giving back and yeah. caring for others and stuff like that and for me doing nails is a bit of like therapy for myself and also I know like others getting their nails done is a sort of like a therapy session as well Mm -hmm. so for me it was just like I get to reward and receive at the same time so it was it was really really nice so I like that and then the second one is putting up my products and people actually buying them, people actually <laughs> excited over them, people actually liking them and, and stuff wait, like that. you said you launched it in March, right? Yeah, I launched so it in March. Yeah. I wrote out a business plan from when I was like 20, 21, so from back in 2015. So I already knew that like these things of what I want to do mm-hmm. but it was obviously like timing wise yeah so um at the end of 2019 I was like I need I, I think I looked back at my business plan and I was just like what have I what have I already done and what is it that I want to do next mm-hmm. and then I was like yeah I'm gonna do these and then yeah and I started like started planning them from like end of 2019 so yeah really nice and honestly <clears throat> like I, before your cuticle oils, I've never seen anyone do it. Maybe because I'm not really a nail person. Yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. So I had to buy it. And so far, I'm loving it. Yeah. And as soon I'll be doing my review as well. <laughs> um, what would you say to someone that maybe they have a business idea? I think, especially during this time, lots of people have been at home, working from home. And the mind's been ticking a lot more. Because most people are in jobs that it's not really where they want to be. Yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the dream that they want. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a doctor, but really they want to have their own cake business. So what would you say to someone that they do have a desire to start their own business, but they're in a full-time job and they think, you know what, it just can't be done? I would say just plan. So like, if they have... Does this person know what they want to do? As I would say... They know if, what they want to do, yeah. Yeah, if they, were, if they know what they want to do... I would say especially if they're working like from home it's a good you have time to do research I know that even if you're working eight to five nine to five like there's time you can do research like if you was in the office and you had your lunch break you would have taken any minute to just leave the office Mm. but you're home now you're in a place where like okay I don't mind being home you're on your lunch break you can literally prepare your lunch before you start at nine or you could if it's something that you eat that oh I can just go in the kitchen grab it and come back go to your desk the same way that you would be doing your work just do your research but treat your business as like okay I'm serious on doing my nine to five let me be serious on doing my research finding out more about what it is that I want to know so you know what you want to do but maybe make a list of what it is that you want to know what you want to find out so then these little 30 minutes one hour breaks that you have from work you know you can do it so one hour break a day five days a week night let's say you start nine you probably have your lunch about like 12 one 
wanted to just plan okay i'm gonna f my goal is to find out these two information do your research write answers collect however you collect your data you collect your data get on with your work if you have time in the evening if you want if you're not too tired do the same thing but just dedicate like an extra hour or two yeah and then just do the same thing like the next day that's what i would say if you have time this time just do more research um and just plan i think plan do research and um i think from there you kind of know what actions you can take based mm -hmm. off your plans that's how that's what helped with me because again i said i'm still i still look back at and edit and add or take away to this initial business plan that I've had since 2016 and literally like I said if I feel like okay I'm doing this like okay what's next go back on it yeah. and I think I've got like three or four different versions on it because I've even planned the different routes for different things like I'm such a planner mm -hmm. um, and I just feel like for me it really helps so I would say that I would also say create um a vision board like what it is that you want um like go on pinterest look at how look at inspirations of like okay i want to have a cake business what kind of cakes do i want to do how how what's my goal in like how do i want uh, my cakes to look mm -hmm. what kind of um customers or like niche do i want to do do i just want to do birthdays do i want to do all occasions do i want to do unique kind of cakes you know like yeah. you find those cakes that are like quirky mm. you know plan what it is that you want to do um create your vision board um and plan and just like take action like always look back at your plan evaluate if you're doing it what actions you've taken um and how you can improve that's what that's what i would say i agree that's really really good tips and i think for a lot of people they want to start a business, they've got the idea, Yeah. but for some people it's a case of they're planning, 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 but it's just fighting that initial yeah. fear of, is it going to work? What mm -hmm. if no one buys my product? What if no one books with me? There's yeah. all those fears that can come into your mind. And at the same time as well, I feel like some people, they've got the plan, mm -hmm. but they're just too afraid to do it. Or you have those that, they're going into it thinking, I'm going to make a million in one month, but that's no. not really mm -hmm. the reality. So I think for no. some people as well, they do, they start their business today, couple months time they've just given up on it yeah i think sometimes when that happens it might be like it might be that idea they're probably not really passionate about or really mm. want to do and it's i feel like it's okay to do that as long as you recognize it's because okay i don't actually i'm not passionate about it and i don't enjoy it so then it's like okay look at what is it that i really am passionate about what is it that i really want to do um and i think it's feel like sometimes jumping into something is okay if you know that's what I want to do yeah this is what I want to do I'm just gonna go and do it but I still believe that you should have some sort of plan or in your mind how you want it to go what you want to do and then if you're gonna write it down later then write it down but you definitely need to have a plan a hundred percent I think because like anything you do you kind of go with like guidance and guidelines so that's literally what a business plan is so always make a plan um i was gonna say something but i've literally just lost track of thought <laughs> what was the other point um not taking action but planning not, too much yeah exactly yeah so i used to find myself doing that a lot um in the beginning maybe like between uni and 2017 um, and when I realised that I get into a thing where I kind of, um, how is it, like I tell myself in my mind, okay, 
I give myself a limit of how much I'm allowed to plan and I and I can't plan anymore until I've done this basically. I like that. That's what I do. So I think when I was planning this product product range, I was like, cool, I'm gonna plan how I want the labels to look, how which how I want to present the product, what I want in the product, what I want it to do, and then um, I feel like I was like to myself, you can't, I, I think I was like, I can't plan the marketing until I've literally like got an example. And then I moved on to like the marketing side and the promo side. And then like, I always tell myself, cool, I'm going to plan this and this, but then I have to do this. Because with me, I'm the type of person, my mind's always racing. Mm -hmm. So like, <laughs> I'll be working my job, my nine to six. And then I'll think of an idea and then I'll write it down, but then I literally have to be like, I will I have sticky notes all over my back screen on my wall like so my laptop and my um, monitors here mm -hmm. then I've got sticky notes all on my wall like if you come in my room you'll just be like rah just I, I write a lot down but then I put it I, I use color coordination mm -hmm. so I'm like cool I ha if it's an idea where I'm like but I haven't done this yet I'll put it on a sticky note color where it's like I can't do that until I've done like pink till I've done like yellow I can't do green so that's what I do and I think it's okay to plan it it's very important to plan but you have to give yourself like okay I'm gonna plan this and then I need to do this action and then I'm gonna do this next um, yeah because sometimes you can plan 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 but until you've actually done it you haven't learned anything like tangible physical like do you know what I mean like yeah. you can plan and it could look all nicey nicey on and paper. all great idea on paper <laughs> but if you haven't put it in action most of the stuff when you plan and you actually put it in action you then grow more you think about more ways in a different way you think about like some things that I've probably planned I've not had to do because when I've actually put in action and I've seen oh this works oh I can scrap that or if I want some sort of excitement in the future I can come back to it mm. so that's why it's important to not just planning not doing anything but you need to do something so time just give yourself like a, a period where you can plan and mm. then you have to do something before you can move into something next in your plan yeah um, I was reading a book yesterday this is one of my favorite finance books um, I don't know if you've ever read it. Rich Dad Poor Dad? Yeah, I've, I've I've read it, but you know I've not finished the book, but I've read it. <laughs> I haven't finished either, but I'm still calling I, it I my always, favorite. I always wonder if anyone actually finishes the, the book. I mean, everyone I, starts it with reading it. It is my goal it. to finish it. Do yeah. you know what it is? Because like, I can't balance reading more than one book at one time. Yeah. So no. it's like sometimes I'm reading this book and I'm reading another one yeah. and I just don't finish. Yeah. But I've, I will I've, finish. I've read it, but like, not I was finished reading it. it yesterday <laughs> and I was just laughing. That there were so many things and I was like, this is so true. Like something that he said was that um, there's a lot of talented poor people. Mm -hmm. And there's so many. 100%. 100%. You can meet people. 100%. They are sitting on billion mm -hmm. dollar ideas yeah they are but it will never happen because they don't don't do anything but sometimes they don't know how to or where but to then start. again it's like i think there's i think sometimes we just have to take a level of responsibility for our own yeah, lives because true. there's so many things we just don't learn it in school mm -hmm, yeah. but you have to be the kind of person that you self-educate yourself oh yeah if we're to depend on just school uni your family listen especially for what they're teaching you ain't right like mm -hmm. you're gonna be put at a disadvantage it's not until i so i went to <laughs> i went to uni study business management did year in placement and even whilst i was on that course i was like they're not teaching me how to run a business they're not teaching me how to start a business they're teaching me how to run an existing business, business so how to fit within the system that's literally what you were it's good to learn it because then when you come out knowing that you know how to work 
your way into a job and when you're mm. in a job you know how to work away but to start your own you truly learn from actually doing it Definitely. Um, or like working with someone and watching them doing it from the start and watching their stages but business management I've, my course did not and even other people that I spoke to I that went to yeah that went to different uni mm-hmm. and did the same course they were like no they just they basically taught me how to manage a business an existing business mm-hmm. um, yeah so basically how to fit in the system basically 100%. but if you think about the curriculum in schools it all prepares you to be an employee mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. prepare you to be an entrepreneur no. at all no it, it doesn't because i remember i was doing my business management course part-time paying for it myself like we spoke earlier mm-hmm. and then i just thought i'm paying like just under a grand every month for this like the person's reading from a board i could i could buy the textbooks and i could teach myself all and of these some things. of them don't even have businesses they don't they're working for the don't. uni they don't none of them well the one i they didn't and like for me i just thought nah this is just not worth my money so i decided at the point i'm out i'm I'm leaving uni i'm not gonna waste my money anymore and at that time i had like not my mom because my mom's that's my number one supporter okay like (laughs) she was just like okay that's fine i understand Mm -hmm. but there was like people like some of my mom's friends like oh uni because there's so many people i know that there's a particular person that's always you know every once in a while when they pop they're like oh what are you studying it's always been about education mm. but then when i look at this person's life it's like you don't have a life that i would want yeah. so all these degrees and just to say that you're doctor so-and-so like for me that doesn't mean anything mm. do you understand so i think a lot of the times especially within the black and some asian communities all about go to university get a good job and that's it yeah and it's like there's more to life than just that there's so many people that I know that they study things in uni that they never wanted to do no. or they study it they come out looking for a job and they're like oh yeah I actually don't want to do that yeah I feel like some some people they have to like go because their family mm. are like it's a thing and some people go out of like well most of the people I've met they actually have to go because they have to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> um whereas I've I was never my parents are pretty much like yours like if I was like, oh, I don't want to go to uni, I want to do this or whatever, it was fine. I wasn't even going to go to uni. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly wasn't. My plan was, because I, after uh, secondary school, yeah, so before I even got to college, I was working, and I was just like, I didn't, I didn't, I was thinking, do I even want to go to college? Then I was like, you know what, well, let me just go. My dad was like, oh, just go and finish college at least. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go and finish college. And in my head, I was planning away, like, after I graduated, after I finished college, I'm gonna go get a job, work, earn money. And then it's not until my tutor was like to me, like, why are you not going uni? And I was like, because I don't think it's for me. Like everyone's, because at the time everyone was promoting going to uni, um, drinking, partying. And I was just like, at that time, I was not that type of person. I was yeah. like, I'm not interested in like alcohol and partying and stuff. I just, I literally was like, I just want to work and get money and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Simple life. I just want to work and earn money because I was like to him, I was working before and I really liked it, you know, I really enjoyed working, you know, it was fun. I met really nice people. I was like, I just want to get back to doing that. And he was just like, I think you should go to uni, you know, you're smart. I feel like it would do really good for you. It will be a... Thing. and he basically made me promise to go to the careers day because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to even go to the careers day so he was just like at least go and ask some questions yeah. I was literally everyone else that was going to go it's because they had to go like they, they had to go uni so they had to go to figure out where it is that they wanted to go yeah and I was just like oh so then I was like you know what I can go to careers day because all my other friends are going anyway so it would just be me so it's like cool I'll just go 
and then I went and then I was like and then it just got me thinking and basically I didn't plan to go uni so my first year of college I wasn't really caring about what grades I got I was just like as long as I didn't get like an E or a U I was like whatever <laughs> as long as I got the grades that were passed so even if I got a D me I'll be like I passed I'm good I'm just waiting to go and work yeah and then um, I remember I was like okay I've decided I'm gonna go to uni I need to get these and grades up <laughs> the second year I was like the amount I was paying for and like obviously I would like maybe I had to pay for four but I tell my dad oh, I need to pay for two I didn't pass it the other two I'm there like I was working so I was like yeah I need to pay remember one time I paid like 100 pounds just to reset all the other ones that I didn't care about at the time yeah and I managed to actually get the grades to go and then I went and I'm glad that he I'm glad that my tutor challenged me to like look into it because I'm glad I went uni like there was times when I wasn't glad I went uni because I was like I remember after I did my placement I felt like I wasted three <laughs> I felt like I wasted years there was a point where I got to and I was like I could have been working by now I could have been working by now but I'm here mm-hmm. and I was like they're not really teaching me what exactly what I wanted like so what then was I, it that you wanted to learn at that point like the journey more like maybe the journey of starting a business like what is the actual journey mm-hmm. and I learned they were actually teaching me how to do things that already exist so like how um, you know someone's created a business they have a model a process mm-hmm. how to either stick to it or make it better or improve it yeah. but not like actually how to create from not yeah or like they'll talk about maybe business plan but like okay I've done the business plan what next it'll be like okay your business plan is your statement your mission but okay what's the physical thing what do you actually do next you know like the fit not the physical side just more theoretical that's when I was like um but when I was at uni I did do experiences so I did a placement before I did a placement I did an experience with I worked with a lady that had her own business Mm -hmm. so I was like to her I want to see like exactly what you do I want to learn I want to do like maybe your marketing do research for you so I did that before I did my placement like just gain some like experience like what voluntary experience and a bit of like mentorship basically um and so I think after I did that I felt okay with going to uni learning all that knowledge but at the same time building my network Mm -hmm. and then because I had like the actual um experience with that lady that had her own um business and then I did my placement that's what made me feel satisfied with uni that I did a placement and all those other little experiences I feel like if I didn't do my placement and I didn't do my actual experience with her I wouldn't have felt satisfied I would have felt like wow I wasted three three or four years but those things added to me feeling okay I'm glad I went to uni because after that I got my job like two weeks after graduating so I was like yeah I was like I, I was happy that made me happy yeah but yeah I can imagine a lot of people because um, I've heard stories like people that do courses and I actually know people that's done the course they did what they're doing now is completely different like imagine doing <laughs> engineering and now you're just doing like I don't know marketing completely different like just like wow it's crazy. You know? but even if you look at there's a lot of graduate jobs that you don't necessarily have needed to do a specific degree it's just if you have a degree then Mm-mm. and it's a good one will mm-hmm. take you yeah so a lot of the times people they do go to uni especially if you go for the wrong reason or you go like I'll just figure it out when I get there yeah then yeah. you find that you finish and you're still like figuring mm, it out I don't actually know what I want to do <laughs> but you know yeah. what you have people that they're way past they're in their 30s and they're still figuring it out yeah it's crazy it is 
It is. So talk us through some other challenges. What are the other challenges, especially for those, like I said, that maybe they do want to start a business, they've still got their job. What would you say are some of the things that they need to kind of prepare themselves for? Like you said, managing the time can be mm, difficult. Yeah. But what other challenges do you think there are that you've experienced anyway? Um, oh, actually. I was say social media. Like yes. managing your social media. Because mm-hmm. obviously nowadays when everyone starts business, everyone knows you got to have like an Instagram page. <laughs> you got to have... It's true. And you know what? It's because every, that's how um, it is nowadays. Like everyone's online. Everyone's shopping online. Um, you know, when I did my dissertation, I did my dissertation on digital marketing or like mm-hmm. just digital, like moving. How digitalization has basically changed customer behavior, shopping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I did my case study on like zara and asos yeah and i was showing that um you know asos has a lot of success because of how they went digital and Mm -hmm. how they present themselves and you know they've got their online shopping and it's very easy to navigate yeah i don't i I didn't feel like zara's was easy to navigate even when i go on zara's website i'm like like in the store and online to me is different Mm -hmm. i'm just like i would never i've never shopped with zara online i could never unless they they fix up their website and (laughs) and just like their marketing and stuff and then it was funny a week after i submitted my dissertation um they actually published how they're going to improve their digital um, really um um, experience yeah digital plan or experience or whatever basically yeah so i feel like with social media basically what i struggled with was growing my page because i didn't oh covid has literally it's literally helped me learn so many things so how I was managing my social media before was like post it kind of posting and just going off I didn't really obviously I knew about engagement and interaction Mm. but I didn't actually know how to do it because on my personal page I'm not trying to grow my personal page so I'm not in I don't really I just interact with the people that I know on my personal one and I was treating my business page like i'll like treat my personal one i would post and go i'd interact with people that was following me and i was following and i didn't think outside the scope i wasn't like okay maybe i should try and get other people to like view my profile and it's just during covid i've learned all these little tricks and stuff like that um and like tried out strategies that's actually worked so i feel like when managing your social media page is actually it's a job in itself like so when when people are like to people who actually their job is to do like social media management Mm -hmm. like and they knock it i'm like you're an idiot like it's a job in itself honestly like it's a it's a whole full-time job in itself so like even dedicating time for it that's when i learned it's covid that taught me oh my gosh i actually need to dedicate one hour or some time of my day into growing growing my page and engaging mm-hmm. and like presenting it nicely when people come on it they want to see they want to explore they want to check it out um i've got another thing after this so yeah so social media like it's not just when you when you're starting your page and you're serious about it don't manage it like your um personal page i know obviously we're not trying to get fined or like become if you're especially if you're a person where you're not trying to grow your personal page like that yeah you have to learn that okay i have my personal page but i've also got my business page learn how to um grow your page your business page on social media learn how to interact with 
followers how to gain followers the um organic way, way. yeah not the paid way <laughs> don't don't buy because when you buy um when you buy followers like i can tell I can it's tell. So obvious. I can tell now. Like, have, I've like, learned 10, so much about it. Three I like thirty likes. <laughs> yeah. likes. It's so yeah. funny. You can tell. It's very obvious. You know, it's I get so I get people DMing me saying, "Hey, I want to promo your product. I want to, um, you know, some some of them in return for free." But it's like, I'll look at their page and be like, "Okay, well, you're not doing better than my engagement." I would give my product to someone to promote that's doing better than my engagement yeah. because then I know they can reach more people. Mm. I'm not going to give it to someone that can't. And yeah, it's just, there's a lot in terms of like social media and I think learning the basic because I've learned that some people don't know the basic. Even people that probably got a bigger page than I do, they probably don't know the basics. So imagine if they knew the mm-hmm. basics and they knew certain things where they are they would even be bigger yeah. like i came across someone that was like that there was stuff that i know that they didn't know and i said oh my gosh if you knew this you would be beyond where you are because if you can grow with this little knowledge imagine if you knew more yeah. look how further you can go and that's what i've learned i'm like okay i need to it's an unlearning it's an ongoing learning thing and don't be don't be afraid to like pay for some courses but just know which courses are worth it yeah. like with me i pay for stuff if i see proof in the pit pudding like literally if if you're selling something and i've seen you did a whole 360 turnaround improvement i'm gonna pay for it because yeah. i'm like well you've clearly done something from here to here and it's worked so i want to know too and i want to do it so it worked and that's why people sell their knowledge because their knowledge has worked mm-hmm. people have said it's worked people have asked oh you're doing this how did you get this so it's proven and put in that it works so um i would say that you you have to invest in social media like you have to invest your time and stuff like that you have to um you have to invest in knowledge like um covid made me start like i would google and YouTube everything I remember I wanted like with stories if I wanted to present my story a certain way like insta story I'd be like okay how do you do this on insta story are you literally used to YouTube everything how do you do this how do you do that okay I want to do this like especially the whole swipe up thing um you know there was this thing saying you can swipe up if you've only got 10k but you can actually swipe up if you have a online if you have a uh, insta shop you can do that the swipe up thing but it will lead you back to your shop on insta but obviously then that will lead the person to your website because then it says shop on shop oh, via online shop okay. you can also swipe up by if you have an igtv um you, you just just youtube these things and they show you the tips and tricks on how to create your swipe up thing using like creating a content posting ig then creating your little like swipe up thing if you want to lead them to a link like there's all these little things that you can learn like i think definitely like if you're gonna start something maybe youtube you know um how to manage business social media page how to manage a business insta profile Mm -hmm. and learn maybe like 10 five things key things that you should know and yeah and do the doing actually do it so as you're learning it do it on your own thing as well like post something try it that's that's how i am i learn by watching and actually doing so you tell me how to do it and i'm doing it at the same time that's how i learn or like you tell me how to do it and i'm like pause i want to try it myself okay i've got it next so um there's that and then also 
when I first started off I didn't have a website mm-hmm. and I felt like I didn't well I didn't know the importance of having a website I just thought I'm just gonna start on Instagram have my page and people see my work like I saw it as people see my work because I'm gonna post my work and I can post like what I do how much is stuff in the comments in the caption but do you know what like um, learning over time that having a website it shows how serious someone is definitely like if you don't have a website um, I look at things differently now obviously if you've just just started and you're making your website that's fine but if you're if you if you've been doing it for like a good year or two now mm. and you don't have a website I look at I look at things differently I'm like are you taking it seriously you're not taking it seriously and if you are trying to take it seriously I would even tell you get a website um, yeah I think having a website and I think what because I knew I wanted to in 2019 that's last year that's when I learned okay I don't have a website but I know I need a website but then I was thinking what am I gonna how yeah how am I gonna put on it like especially with the book me and I was thinking but I'm not like a big company it's just me so like how do I pronounce um present it so it's like you know whatever and then yeah like I just sort of looked around on other how other people do it um checked out other websites other beauty pages how other beauty how other people in the beauty industry maybe present they fit their their website even if they didn't have a product to sell but then it just happened that the same time I was going to make my website is the same time that oh I'm actually going to sell these as well so because then I was going to have something to sell Mm -hmm. it made it easier for me to make the website yeah and then I just kind of learned how to create a website on Wix and I just did it myself yeah so I think website social media so really just investing in an online presence I definitely Mm -hmm. agree is very very important yeah yeah 100% that does play a big part um I think also uh, so I think you know I'm just not just about I started learning about like the financial side of a business like last year Mm -hmm. and how it's like how it all actually navigate and stuff um and even now like I still have things that I have questions on that I need to learn um and that's why I'm like I want to do like the coaching with you because I'm like I want to learn like I know finance for personal but i know that business can be slightly different yeah so i'm like now i need that knowledge and whatever wherever i feel like i'm lacking and i don't know i'm always like i need to educate myself mm-hmm. so like i think that's another key thing as well like you want to start up you want to do things if you don't know about it and you've googled it and you've probably not found the answer you want but you've come across someone that seems like they know ask them yeah and if they if they offer like a service and you've seen proof in the pudding I say pay for it like it's an investment as well yeah it's an investment what you said is so interesting because that's something I've been thinking about a lot of people they want to start a business but they're not willing to invest if you, you have don't to have invest an investor kind of mentality you're not it's gonna not for you mm-hmm. because having your 100%. own business you need to invest your time your effort your, your money own, your, own money. <laughs> your own money yeah you have into to. it especially if you don't have any capital in the beginning or mm-hmm. you don't really have some extra money somewhere you have to be willing to invest yeah and a lot of people there's things that would really benefit their business i'm not talking about these spam emails that come through yeah like hi i've just seen it Mm. i even got one the other day (laughs) but like serious things that would really really help them but they just don't want to invest in it it's like if you don't put into your business you're just not going to get anything out of it um so like i've been mentored like last year um and that's one thing i learned from my mentorship if you don't invest you're not going to get any return you're not going to learn anything you know obviously we all say the internet's there for learning for free 
to a certain extent mm -hmm. because there's certain things people will put out for free and there's certain things that people won't put out for free because that's knowledge that they've learned over years, over time that they've built. Therefore, it's valuable. Like, you need to pay for it. It's true. <laughs> like, like you need example, to pay for it. With my videos and my tips, I'm not giving away everything. Yeah. No. They can, there's only so much they can give away, but it's like, you can't give away everything for free. Like, yeah. there's, knowledge is valuable. Like, it's very valuable. So it's like, if you want to learn and you really want to learn and you really want to know, there's certain things you have to pay for. Like, mm you have to pay for so and you just have to see it as an investment because it is yeah. the same way you paid for your uni degree the same pay you paid for your driving theory that's knowledge yeah you paid 100%. for driving that's knowledge you paid for uni that's knowledge there's so many things that you paid for that's knowledge so it's just it's the same way you should look at it with business um you want to you want to get better at selling okay have a training course doing sales you have to pay for that. That's not going to be cheap. It's true because you can have the most amazing product service, but if you, but don't, if you don't know how to market it, ain't yeah. nobody gonna buy your product. It's It'll true. just be your mama and mm -hmm. your friends. That's it. And that's what I've that's what I've learned starting this, you know, because I was like, I put it out there, and literally people's like, this is so like personally, mm -hmm. like I don't know when I started it in my head, I wasn't I wasn't thinking. I was thinking more of okay I want this product to work so it actually helps people that's what I was more focused on yeah. and obviously I want it to look presentable nice and pretty and clean but literally the way people have been like it's such an amazing branding I love the way that you've done it and in my head I'm like oh thanks I'm thinking is it the color is it the text <laughs> I'm like is it what what is it about the branding so now I'm like great okay it's good branding now i'm like when people say that to me now i'm gonna be like oh what is it exactly because yeah what caught your attention i want to do i want to do more of that that's another thing as well you know when people compliment you and say yeah this is working really well dig deep like what exactly is it because then yeah. you need to do more of that because that's what's going to attract people 100 percent. and true. um yeah and i think i'm just like yeah i've learned you need to know how to market it so like even now like even now i'm like okay i know how to do marketing market it in a certain way and that but i'm like i need more because i'm like i don't know everything yeah so even now i'm just i'm just always looking for okay knowledge on okay how can i do this okay can i try this does this work will this work um yeah if you, you can have a good product a good thing but if you don't know how to market it and because marketing basically sells it mm -hmm. you can't market it you won't get any sales and people don't just come to you and buy because you're just there and they discover you you have to put yourself out there for them to find you yeah. you have to like position yourself well so they're like okay this brand's there you have to be at the forefront of their mind so they're like okay oh i want to buy some cuticle oils oh yeah let me go to link london like you have to present yourself in a way but you have to learn how to do those things mm. so yeah okay let's talk customer service okay because I feel like sometimes when people are starting off a small business, yeah, they the customer service part either lacks or it is there. But then as the business expands, it gets bigger, mm -hmm. they just kind of fall off. Okay. And they don't give that same treatment or it's just, oh, it doesn't really matter. Or they just don't take criticism well when it comes mm. to their product or their service that they're offering. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I think that no matter what size you are, if you're a one-man band, a big company, customer service is really, really important because that's what helps you retain your customers and your clients. So for me, if, and for me as well, like, I feel like if that's not top-notch or at least at 
a basic level for people to feel like welcoming or oh yeah they were good they were nice then yeah um what i was gonna say taking criticism what did you say taking, taking criticism. criticism when people don't like your product or they let's say it was meant to make the hair grow two inches and it didn't grow like <laughs> what do you do? i feel like as a business um when you when you're starting up something you all these things like feedback opinions coming your way you should actually have that in your head and be ready for like anyone could say anything whether it's positive negative they didn't like it or they might like it but they think that you can do better mm. you know those people they're going to always say something and everyone's got an opinion so they're gonna they should feel freely to say what they want and i think you have to be you just have to be open to receiving it like you need to <laughs> like it's not even that you have to it's that you need to be open to receiving the feedback whether it's positive or negative um it's the same thing that applies you know it's how you react and respond to it um that's also important you know if someone comes and they're like like i've had it before where someone's ordered one of the oils and be like i don't really like that smell and like i think they were ready to like cuss me but it's in my head i was thinking well it's the smell so i just said you can just try a different one and i just said you know what i'll just send i think that one they ordered they paid for so i said i'm just gonna send you look at a different smell that you think you might like and i'll send it to you because um you know you don't want to you don't want to like leave a bad vibe or bad taste off your brand to someone because yeah, then they'll just be like oh uh, forget forget you then but like if someone comes and says they don't like something you know part of sales is um solving a problem mm -hmm. it's not it's not just like selling selling and getting money it's actually genuinely um solving someone's problem because that's why they bought the thing from you because they want they had an issue that they wanted to solve so yeah. they they thought let me purchase this it will help me so if there's something that they don't like about it you can't just be like ah, oh, like oh whatever um then don't buy it again or or look <laughs> or give an attitude yeah like you can't do that you have to you actually have to ask some questions okay you don't like the smell but you know are you finding the product okay is the oil or whatever product it is ask them other questions of what is it that they do like about it mm. okay be appreciative and thank them for their negative constructive feedback but also ask them what they liked more about it because then you can solve their problem by being okay they like this side of it all right just say more of the side or present more of what they like um that's what i would say so i feel like when it comes to customer service like if someone's giving you negative feedback or someone doesn't like it um i think just think okay how can i solve their problem yeah. maybe you maybe them not they're not saying their problem so ask them okay what is it that you was hoping it did for you mm. what was it that you're trying to achieve and then you can literally come back to a positive note from there that's what i think so um yeah and i think everyone should be able to take that criticism if someone doesn't like it then it's fine if you can't solve someone's problem and they basically refuse to shop with you again or buy your products or take your service it's fine but always leave it on a positive note like even if you feel like that person will never come back 
you always have to you you should leave it as a positive note as positive as you can basically but also i feel like if they're being disrespectful then it's better just not to say anything and just literally leave them there um because then you don't want you know everyone's always pulling up screenshots (laughs) and what's happened in the past yeah you don't want to be seen that on instagram just like kind of just like remove yourself if you need to yeah yeah i think it's safer to just remove yourself if you need to because no one can say anything against like you not saying anything True. depending on what it is but yeah that's a good point okay. that's what i would say what would you say so as we wrap up and finish off could you give us say two tips or three or however many tips you want to give <laughs> for anyone who either has a business that they've started maybe they're at the stage where they're not getting the sales that they want they feel like oh my gosh is there any point in me doing this maybe they don't necessarily have like people supporting them or buying their product or what would you advise someone in that position to do one thing i'll say in business is find and know your niche because um i don't even think we had time to go for it but there was a time where i felt like i got to a point where i was like okay i felt like i was obviously as a nail tech some people might feel like you should be able to do everything and most most times when we do do these courses we learn everything about nails Mm. so you learn the money the pedi you learn the acrylics the gel like anything that's like and those are the most popular things right yeah and then after that everything else you just learn as an add-on so like when you do a nail tech course most of the start most of the time you learn all those things because it's like basic things that you need to know um but then sometimes it could be down to like maybe what you're really good at what mm. you prefer what you like like with me naturally I don't always get um, extensions myself. I'm not. I'm not a long claw acrylic person. So naturally, I enjoyed more of like the natural nail, the gels, the manicure and pedicure, like doing the foot and the hand massages. And then, but I was trying to do everything, even acrylics. And then I felt like, you know what? Um, it's like, working in a salon taught me what I really, really like to enjoy. And even though, even even the clients noticed. <laughs> to the point where like when they said it I was like yeah I do prefer just doing natural nails <laughs> I really really enjoy it but I think I had a client where I've done um, natural and acrylics for them and they could literally just see by my face they were like you really enjoy like the natural nail like how you prep it look after it like you really enjoy this and I was like yeah I do <laughs> I do and I think I just kind of offered acrylics just to be like very versatile and and like thing yeah but it was more like let me just do my niche what i enjoy because if you if you're doing something that you don't enjoy you're not going to do it well right that's true so i was just like you know i do know about acrylics like i know about the products how to do it but it's just something about looking after natural nails caring for natural nails you know talking to my clients and educating them on it like i feel like that's my niche so i feel like don't be afraid because i think there was even a time when Obviously, on my page, people's like, they'll be messaging me about acrylics, and then I'll be like, um, no, I don't do it. And then one one time, someone pulled up a picture, and they are like, isn't this acrylics? And I forgot to archive that one. And I was just like, I did used to, but I don't, I don't do that anymore. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't do it anymore. And I was like, yep, thank you for... I, so then I went through, and I was like, archive everything that is, because this is my niche, and this is what I want my niche to be. Mm. Some people might not agree that... Oh, you know you shouldn't be just focusing on one thing you should be doing more than one I've met customers that said 
you know you need to get with the program and do acrylics but it's like i want to do what i want to do and yeah. there is a niche there there's a niche for nationals like i've seen it i know it so it's like i don't need to focus on something that i don't want to yeah um so yeah so i'll say yeah n- knowing your niche and finding what it is and knowing how to market to your niche is very important like I think it took me a while to do it and once you know it you'll be very confident very comfortable and literally I feel like that's what helped me grow my page because I was like you know what this is my niche I'm going to stick to it I'm going to do more of it and that's you'll attract the right people you won't waste your time you're going to attract those that actually want Mm -hmm. your product and you won't waste your time selling to people that don't want your product um or that don't need your product or don't see any way that you serve them Mm. so um knowing your niche is so important because that's how you get your customers your clients like they'll be like okay she's doing what she's a brand that represents what i want that's a brand that is doing what i need let me go to them rather than oh this brand they kind of oh so yeah 100 percent. that's one of my first tips i would say like that's really important Mm -hmm. i didn't learn how important it was until i learned mine and I was like, whoa, why didn't I learn this sooner? Yeah. Literally. You didn't learn that anymore, did you? No. <laughs> I learned that by being mentored and just kind of my, my own experience of, okay, this, this, that. And just being conscious, like, okay, no, I need to be more like specific or know exactly what it is. Or like, I just kind of looked at, okay, I'm more good at this, so I'm going to do more of this. Mm. Yeah. Um, niche. Sorry, what's the question again? What are some tips that you'd give to someone that even want to start up their own business or they're already doing it and they kind of Mm. feel like "Mm," it's not really going in the direction that they want? Um, I think having a mentor or having someone that you can speak to Mm. um, about your ideas or the direction you're going in um, to kind of just... Because when you're by yourself and you're in your mind, you create a lot of doubt. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to you need ideas to bounce off someone else, even if it's a mentor, someone that is in a in a position. Don't necessarily have to be doing exactly what you're doing, but is someone that you look up to that is okay. That person's where I wanted to be, and they're reachable for me to reach out and be like, mm. hey, um, I've got this idea. I just want to kind of speak, talk talk it through to you. See what your thoughts are. Um, or if you need guidance on something that you see that they're doing that you want to do more of and you want to learn just ask oh hey I see that you're doing this I really like it I want to know more about it is there a way that you can teach me don't be afraid to ask if you see someone doing something that they're doing it well they're doing it good and it's working for them and you feel like you could learn from them and it will help you be better as a person or your business or help you take that step in starting your business go and ask like always ask question always ask mm-hmm. always ask i'll say yeah especially if it's appropriate to ask just 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 ask yeah the yeah. worst they can say is no or yeah exactly not give you a response mm-hmm. but at least um, you ask and i would say evaluate every month or often definitely like if you're doing something I think in the beginning I used to just go do 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 but um, over the last two years I've learned okay I'm doing this and I'll reflect on how did the last month go um, compare it to the previous month okay where do I want to go now 
it's you should always kind of look back of what you've done because you want to know okay what have I done that's worked what have I done that is working what have I done less of that hasn't really had an impact and I'll say definitely evaluate and reflect um, it really does help because it helps put your mind in okay how can I move forward how can I learn from something I've done before and I feel like every month you will see a difference in your growth so that's what I would say reflect and evaluate and those just, three things and just adding on to what you just said if you think about for example business management that was my job that's what I did we'd always have to be evaluating weekly if we met target mm -hmm. We need to be sharing what mm -hmm. we did that minute. It wasn't just great, you've met Target. Amazing, what did you do that worked? Yeah. And like you said, evaluate and see, okay, I'm doing something. I'm not really reaching the people I wanna reach, but I'm reaching people that just want things for free or they're time wasters or they're not really you know, seeing the value of my product. See so you, need to you have to think, hmm, is it my product that's the problem? Is it the way I'm marketing it? So always have been that kind of person that you're evaluating what you are doing. You're seeing, okay, this is working for me. Mm -hmm. This isn't working for me. Okay, if this isn't working, having that initiative to change it and if you don't know seek help yeah. you know researching there's no shame in you adding an extra skill if anything that's going to make your business even better mm -hmm. yeah. so that's what that's I it think. as well that adding an extra skill one is a hundred percent like that's what i've been evaluating on okay what else can i add what else can i do um that will benefit or help my clients so yeah and if you do evaluate and you find out okay what i need to do is oh if there's something you need to do that you need to pay for like don't be again afraid to invest mm -hmm. because honestly like no business has grown by not putting money in like no business has grown by not putting money in you have to and you have to not be afraid to actually let money leave your pockets obviously not spend ridiculously and spend what is reasonable and that like, do you know what i mean yeah. don't go like wild or whatever but if it's something that you think will add value to you or your business or what it is that you want to start doing you have to put money you have to put money there mm -hmm. so yeah i'll say that as well don't be afraid to to invest your money like Definitely. you've got to spend money i'm to telling make money. you because you have to it's it could be drop the sky and it could be the one it could be the thing not spending could be the thing that's going to stop you from evaluating to the next level like I've done it before where I've like oh no I'm not gonna pay for that or and then I'm like oh no maybe I should and I pay for it. I'm like I should have paid for this sooner so I'd be like oh why didn't I do this sooner if I just did it sooner like yeah. you know so yeah that's what I would say well thank you so much <laughs> like I've really really enjoyed our time yeah I've enjoyed same sharing your goodies with us yeah and I'm sure that there's much greater things ahead for your brand thank you just being able to like see your journey from far like I've seen you develop yeah. and grow and I'm like whoa you go girl <laughs> like honestly I know that there's great things yeah ahead. thank you even greater things so yeah, yeah keep thanks for having me yeah thanks for coming on I appreciate it it's okay and guys check out her cuticle oils okay I will put it in the description so make yeah. sure you check it out and they're very affordable as well because I know some of you you're counting your coins but yeah definitely <laughs> check them out yeah keep an eye out because i'm launching um the desk versions for nice. like um nail techs um and when's that when that launch there might be a sale who knows okay so keep your eyes peeled i know y'all love a sale so <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll have a great day i'll be back with you soon and maybe soon we'll have tea back she'll be sharing some more stuff with us who knows yeah Let's see how it goes. Mm -hmm. But anyways, guys, have a great day. Don't forget to like, to comment, to share this podcast with your friends. And I'll be back with you next Thursday.